What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of You Need to Calm Down. It's your girl, Ken K here. First and foremost, before we go ahead and start, I want to address the fact that this episode is coming up a little late. Um, it's been super crazy over here right now. They're doing renovations to my apartment, so it's been really loud and noisy, and there's been people in and out in my house like all week. So I haven't had time to sit down and talk to you guys. So I just wanted to go ahead and apologize for being late. I am going to do my best to stay on track, but please bear with me for the next couple of weeks while they finish up this renovation. And yeah, so now that that is out of the way, let's go ahead and get into this week's episode. It's going to be a pretty chill one. I'm just going to sit and talk to you guys about a couple of things that that have been on my mind, you know, over the past week or so, and we're just going to chat and have a good time, okay? So grab yourself a drink, some popcorn, whatever it is you need, and get settled in, and let's go ahead and do this. Now, the last time I talked to you guys, we discussed creating and maintaining and protecting our personal space. Now, if you haven't listened to that episode yet, Please make sure you go and check it out. Give it a listen after this one. It is episode number two. We discussed some really great gems in that one. So uh, if you're interested, make sure you give it a listen. But this week, I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about being taken advantage of. Um, That piggybacks onto last week's topic. Because in order to take care of and protect our own personal space, we need to know when we're being taken advantage of. I recently had my own aha moment and my light bulb finally clicked on for me and I realized that I was being taken advantage of and I had been for years. So that sparked my desire to sit down and talk with you guys today in hopes of maybe relating to some of you and helping you realize that maybe you're being taken advantage of so that you can correct the situation and not waste years of your life like I have and you can realize it sooner and make adjustments in order to better take care of yourself and protect your personal space. So with that being said, um, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys the story, give you a little backstory on the situation, and then we will um, talk a little bit about how to move forward after we realize we've been taken advantage of and how to make adjustments in order to you know, either cut that person out of our life or just make it known that we are uncomfortable with the way things are going. So, before we start, of course we have to come up with a name for our boy. Um, we will call him Jason. Shout out to General Hospital. Um, Jason and I met when I was 15 years old. Now, it is important to say that when we first met, we were not into each other. I realized he was attractive and I mean I can't speak for him but I'm sure he realized your girl was attractive (laughs) and so that was pretty much it I was dating someone at the time and he was interested in my friend so you know there were no sparks flying or anything like that we just met now as time progressed six or seven months went by and I already turned 16 The relationship I was in didn't work out and him and my friend didn't work out. We gradually, you know, started talking and became friendlier and friendlier until we ended up dating. Now, the thing with us dating is that 
there was never a conversation where it was like, okay, we're together now. Or do you want to be my girlfriend? Or will you be my girlfriend? Or anything like that. There was no like solid conversation where I knew we started dating on fucking February 25th. Like, no, I don't know at all. I was just expected to act like his girlfriend. And he knew I expected him to act like my boyfriend. And we called each other that. And that was kind of how it went. But then we would have these times where we wouldn't talk to each other at all. So we would be on and off like that for for pretty much since then until now, honestly. Like, I would we would be together, and when we were together, we were great together. Like, we have such a great time together, so much fun. I feel so comfortable around him, and he feels comfortable around me, and we have a great time together. But when we were off, it was like, I don't know you. Who are you? Jason, who is that? Like, I don't know. So, we kind of went on like that for the next... How I'm like the rest of my high school career and then when I graduated I started seeing someone else and we became really serious and he kind of left it alone for a while and I ended up dating that person for about two years and I don't know if Jason like I don't know if he's a psychic if he can smell like the end of my relationships or what it is but that boy knows when somebody like is about to exit my life because he'll slither his way back in and he will plant the seed and be like you know like I'm here if you need me blah 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 so that when me and that person broke up I would know to run straight to him and I always would like and same thing would happen with him like whenever he got out of a relationship he would come back to me if I wasn't in one like we were just always gravitating toward each other so if you have been listening to um, the podcast, you know, from the beginning, like the first episode, you might know that I am recently single for the past few months now. So, of course, after this breakup, Jason enters my life again. And when he entered my life this last time, I knew automatically, like, okay, don't get excited. You need to calm down. It's not going to amount to anything. We're just going to be cool again and then stop talking like super soon so whatever but Jason made it seem like no we're going to be really serious this time we are adults now and we can do this so I sort of believed it a little bit and while we were hanging out during that time it wasn't like oh yeah we're, we're definitely together and it, it, it was different than before we kind of just were hanging out and testing the waters and seeing how things go but it felt more serious than it had in the past. So, like I said, I told myself to calm down, don't get excited, and I did that for good reason because about a month after he came back into my life, he stopped talking to me again. Now, I give you two chances in the form of two text messages. One is just a regular you know what's up what are you doing whatever just to test the water and see what are you gonna say if you say anything back then if you don't respond to that one you get a follow-up a couple days later maybe and it'll it'll be more to the tune of did I do something to you and that's literally what I texted him and I said did I do something to you and he didn't text me back so that was it for me I said okay and I made a note of that in my head. 
because around that time is when I, you know, really decided that I was going to start putting myself first and putting in the effort to protect my personal space. So I made a note of that. And because of the pattern that we had created before, and because, you know, we were always on and off, I knew that in how many ever months or whatever amount of time that he was going to come back into my life. So I told myself when he does, we are going to observe and we are going to take everything that he says and does with a grain of salt. So after he stopped talking to me, a couple of months goes by. Fast forward to last week. (laughs) Um, He calls me on a Saturday night randomly and is like, oh, you answered the phone. Don't fucking call me if you don't want me to answer the phone. And if I do answer the phone, don't be like, oh, you answered the phone because I'll fucking hang up. (laughs) So he calls me and, you know, I ask him, you stop talking to me. What's up? So he goes into this explanation of why he stopped talking to me. And honestly, now that I think about it, I feel like it's bullshit and it's not really valid because... If that really was the case, he could have just told me, you know, and I'm not going to go into details because it is personal for him. So I'm not going to, you know, out him like that. But I feel like it was bullshit and he could have just told me that. But okay, whatever. So a part of me is like, you know, cut this off right now. And then the other part of me is like, you're not doing anything. What's up? (laughs) So he basically tells me that he wants to see me that night. But he's a little busy at the moment. So I'm like, okay, whatever, I'll I'll wait. And he was working. And he did ask me to come to where he was working. But I didn't feel like being around people. So I decided to wait for him at his house. And I got the key from him. Went to his house. Waited there for him. He came home that night drunk. And... But like I said earlier, when we were together and like really together and really spending time together is when we were younger. So this was the first time, honestly, that I had seen him drunk and it was great. Like, it was great. He was so adorable and he really got me. He really got me. Like, that night I was like, you're fucking cute, okay? <laughs> but then I, you know, reminded myself like, yo, you need to calm down. It's, it's not that serious. This guy's trash. And I had to keep reminding myself like, this guy's trash. <laughs> So while we're hanging out that night, like we're literally just like watching fucking that 70s show. We went to Walmart. We went to McDonald's. Like we were just riding around and getting it and just kind of, you know, doing what people like young people do in the middle of the night, just random ass shit. So then the next or, you know, he tells me that night, like we're going to church in the morning and I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, sure. So sure as hell the next morning comes and he's like, yeah, we're going to church. So I'm like, okay. So we end up going to church together. And this church is his church. It is a church he has been going to. And he has been playing the drums there for years now. So they know him. And it's not a big church. It is a small church. So it is obvious that I am a non-member of this church, one. And that I came with this their drummer, too. So I'm not sure if that's a move that he pulls all the time. I don't know if he's bringing girls to church. I don't know. But, you know, whatever. I enjoyed being there. It was a nice service. And he, he did well on the drums. <laughs> so, after that, 
we spend even more time together that day and we went to lunch with some of his friends after church. And after that, we spent more time together running errands that he probably could have ran by himself, but he wanted me to be there and I wanted to be there, so I was there. And after that, we spent even more time together. He was like, I have an event to go to tonight. Do you want to go with me? And I said yes. So I went to this event with him and I I assisted him and did whatever I was doing and kind of just hung out there while he was doing his thing. And you know, the the night the end of the night comes and I take him home, drop him off, and he's like, you know, I'll call you tomorrow when I get off. And I'm like, Yeah, okay, we'll see. And I said that out loud to him. And I could tell he didn't like that, but that was how I felt. We will see. And sure enough, the next day came and he didn't call me. And I knew that was going to happen. I knew it because I know the pattern that, that, that we continue to create. And I was annoyed with myself at first for even answering the phone, for going over to his house, for spending the next day with him. I was angry with myself. But I needed to experience those things for myself. I needed to be with him with that new set of eyes that I had open and realize and observe all the things that he he was doing to me and realizing the manipulations he was putting into place to make me think that this time was going to be different or to make me think that, you know, we were going to be together and that he was very serious about it when I knew that he wasn't. Because the entire time we were together, he was talking shit, just like saying, oh, we're going to move in together and, you know, it is going to be real this time. Like, I'm spending all this time with you so you know I'm serious and just just all of this shit. And I just knew I couldn't believe any of it. And because I had already prepared myself and because I already told myself, like, yo, chill out, calm down, it was easier for me, but it still hurts when... You realize someone that you love and someone that you care for is taking advantage of you and they are just kind of using you for whatever. Because I realize he uses me for an emotional crutch. Whenever he needs to talk about something or to vent or just to be around someone that he's comfortable with, he chooses to bother me. And at first I felt good about it, but then I realized I can't depend on him the way he depends or he can depend on me. The same way he called me that night and I answered the phone, I don't think that if the tables were turned and I called him, I don't think he would answer. I don't believe that if I was going through some shit right now that I could call him and depend on him to help me out no matter what it was. And that is a shitty feeling to have. That's a shitty situation to be in. A relationship, whether it is, you know, intimate or a friendship or someone in your family, you know, is a two-way street. You should be able to give and receive. And I feel like I've been giving and giving and giving and not receiving anything from him. Now, I don't mean like, like he, he'll come to me for, like I said, emotional support. So whenever he needs to, to, to really f- feel anything, because he knows that he can come to me and say whatever it is that he needs to say and not be judged for it. And I feel the same way. I feel like I can tell him things and not be judged for them either. But only when he goes first. Only when he approaches me first. 
not if I called him out of the blue and needed to talk I don't think that we would be able to talk and that kind of sucks but okay and that's kind of enabling him because he'll if if I keep being that for him he won't be able to form that connection with another woman and that's what he needs to do he needs to find a woman that he is going to take seriously and appreciate and love and want to be with physically and emotionally the way that he likes to be with me emotionally because he'll go somewhere else for his physical needs but need to be around me for the emotional things and that is not good for me because that's draining me of you know support that I could be able to give to someone else but I can't because I'm giving it all to him and that's not fair to me and fair to relationships that I might want to have in the future and that's not ultimately it's not fair for him either because it's not helping him progress it's not helping him grow we're adults now and we need to be able to communicate and we need to be able to really you know own up to things that we've done so the part that makes me feel like I need to cut him off and I need to distance myself from him and the situation is that we've talked about this before it's not like he doesn't know what he's doing I've told him like you take advantage of me you use me when you need me and then when you get whatever you need out of me you kind of put me down like I'm a toy and I love you and I appreciate you and I respect you but I I I don't like the feeling of when you don't talk to me anymore and we have had conversations about it and here we are doing the same thing over and over again I haven't talked to him more than two times since that night a week ago and or that day a week ago and it's not cool like he just texted me just now like when I sat down to start this he texted me and it it I I don't want it's not like I'm looking for a relationship with him I just want him to respect my wishes and to respect me as a person in order to make an adjustment to make me feel comfortable in this friendship at least that we have you know what I mean so for you I want you to sit back and close your eyes and think of the relationships that you have with everyone in your life you know your family and your friends and you know whoever you're interested in at the moment think about patterns and habits that they have or that you might notice and realize like is this a healthy pattern are they taking advantage of me am I taking advantage of them make note and you know think about what you may need to do in order to make an adjustment so that you're more comfortable and that they're more comfortable if you need to have a conversation with them have a conversation with them and if you've already had a conversation with them and they still haven't made an adjustment then you need to make an adjustment and distance yourself from them or I mean if you choose to it really is your choice but if you really choose to and you want them in your life maybe have a second conversation and if nothing still changes after that then you know it's it's time to cut them out it's time to go so with all of that being said go ahead and think about the people in your life think about the relationships that you have and you know take the time to make those adjustments and appreciate the relationship for what it has been and what it was and appreciate the good times but maybe realize that the bad is ultimately outweighing the good and you need to make a choice to take care of yourself 
because that's ultimately what this is all about learning to take care of ourselves first and my favorite quote you cannot serve from an empty vessel because it's so true there are so many times that we're trying to give other people love and other people respect and confidence that we don't even have in ourselves i need to be able to trust in myself and believe in myself and love myself before i can give you love you know what i mean so i think that that's something he should work on is you know having that that comfortability that he has with me having that with himself in order to be able to open up to another person other than me because while having me here is great and being able to talk to me is wonderful i i can't just serve you and then you put me down and and not talk to me anymore after you feel better it's just not fair for me because i want a friend that is going to be my friend all the time and if you want to be with me then i need someone that's going to be with me and you know honor and respect me and love me and cherish me so if you are going through something similar if you feel like you're being drained of your energy and your emotions then you know think about it make some adjustments so that you can you know feel better about yourself and look in the mirror at the end of the day and know that you're doing all that you can to take care of yourself because that's what matters at the end of the day is how you feel about yourself and your actions and what you've been up to you know what i mean so um yeah so i have decided not to i don't think i'm going to talk to him anymore i just said that he texted me and i haven't responded and i don't think i'm going to respond because i just i've talked to him about this already and nothing has changed and i can't continue to do this so i want you guys to help me and hold me accountable um <laughs> make sure i don't talk to this man because he is so fine and i might slip up i might slip up just because he is fine but it's okay I believe in myself. I'm strong. I have the willpower. I'm going to make a decision and trust myself and make the decision for myself so that I can be a better person and I can have energy and find my peace and just be a happier person and not be drained all the time because I have to worry about him. Sorry, Jason. I still love you. I still respect you and I still want the best for you, but this is about me okay <laughs> but anyway guys um that is it like i said this was just going to be very relaxed and very quick i just wanted to you know chat with you guys a little bit that's all but like i said earlier please bear with me um for the next few weeks while this renovation goes on um it's gonna be crazy but we're gonna get through it and i will keep you updated on this jason situation because I'm sure there's going to be more parts of it. Honestly, if I if I know myself, <laughs> there's going to be more parts of it. But anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, have a great rest of the day or night wherever you are. And I will catch you guys in my next podcast. I cannot wait. See you guys next time. I love you. Bye.